0: Hey Honeymooners, you can find ad-free episodes, Moshe's DJ sets, merch discounts, and so much more on our Patreon.
1: Check it out at patreon.com slash endlesshoneymoon or click the link in the description of this episode. Welcome to the Endless Honeymoon Podcast secret dump. I'm jacked up on sour strawberry belts. (laughs) and ready to podcast i'm moshe kasher
0: i'm natasha leggero i feel sorry for moshe because he doesn't drink
1: i don't get to drink so i'm always eating these fucking gummy candies and when i get gummy candies i can't stop eating them until i'm done with all of them
0: when i go to the store sometimes when i go grocery shopping and they have like a gummy section I think, like, I try to find the most disgusting thing I can because Moshe always loves it.
1: Well, you did. Would did I give
0: the day, like, like jelly bean Je- ice it was cream jelly cones? belly
1: ice cream cones <laughs> made of mallow cream. Now, I'm a big fan I, of mallow anything cream. Anything that
0: looks, like, disgusting. Like, you probably like peeps.
1: No, here's the thing or about circus me. circus peanuts. I love circus peanuts.
0: Disgusting. Revolting, no. even. Very
1: basic position to say that circus peanuts are bad. Circus peanuts and candy corn, people that say that they're that those things are bad are people that I think read that in a tweet and decided that's their personality. No, honey,
0: they tasted it in their mouth <laughs> and they s- tasted it was disgusting.
1: It's good, both okay. of those things are good. Okay, so. You know what I really like when I hear something real gross? Hmm. I like a circus peanut extremely stale. Hmm. Yeah, like seven, eight, nine, fifteen 15 days old.
0: You know what's good is a chocolate covered gummy bear.
1: That's pretty good. That's a pretty good treat. But I uh Mallow cream, I'm generally a huge fan of. I think we've talked about it on the podcast mallow before. Mallow
0: cream. It's so gross.
1: Mallow cream is the stuff that they make candy corn out of, that they make candy pumpkins out of, that they make um uh you know, there's various is it Marshmallow? No, it's just called mallow cream.
0: So it's probably like made from chemicals.
1: Mm, I don't know. No, sugar? sugar? Corn syrup whipped up into a turbine? I don't know what chemicals i mean you think the chocolate covered gummy bear isn't made well, with it's chemicals usually
0: like shocking pink
1: <laughs> no that's different that's like sour candy
0: okay well i know you like that too
1: i do like a sour candy anyway uh, no i'm so big on sour candy there is a 7 i know this there's a 7-eleven on berard street i think is the name of the street in vancouver british columbia canada where the greatest gummy candy I've ever had in my life is. See, I even know yeah. that. It's sad is what it is, to be honest. I'll tell you something else that's sad. Hmm. I got this issue right now, Natasha. You know about this erectile dysfunction? <laughs> no, I have this issue. It's like I took the freaking I took the freaking vaccine. I'm double vaxxed. I'm good to go. Mask free, baby. I'm out raw dogging it, right? Mm-hmm. Face out. Making making the V pussy eating shape to people as they walk by, just to, and in my mind I'm like I'm re- I'm ready to get I'm like I I'm done with social distancing and uh, you know I mean within reason I'm not gonna make up people uncomfortable obviously I'm not like Ricky Schroeder at a Costco but like I'm I'm I in my mind I'm like it's over I'm ready to get back to the world yeah and every day I get up and I just I'm like mostly stay home I'm not like I don't. I feel like They're I have atrophied. That's true, but I also feel like part of it is that I have atrophied. I'm uh, socially. I'm used to being indoors. I'm used to not making plans with people. and it's becoming this real this hurdle to get like, back into the zone where I like call friends for lunch all the time or like make dinner plans. Like it doesn't uh, occur to me that I should go out to dinner, you know, to find a person to go out to dinner with, although I, obviously- we really used to being alone. Yeah, that, really used to be inside with the family. And uh, I'm trying to get over that because I got to get out there, man.
0: We were at a birthday party and our, I let my child go without a mask. And then she came up to me and she said, mommy, can I have my mask That
1: on? That, that was depressing. <laughs> That was fucking depressing. Totally. And that was what Fauci fucking did to us, man. (laughs) This was the plan the whole time, man. It's to get your kids used to the mask so that in 20 years they're going to put full masks on and we'll all become superheroes. (laughs) Think about it.
0: Okay. Can we just take a call, please? I need to, like, not think about that. Okay. Well,
1: instead of taking a call, what if we just listen to some secrets? Since this isn't a regular episode, Natasha, it's a secret dump.
0: All right. Well, let's hear a secret.
1: All right. Let's take a call.
2: Hi, Motion Natasha. So like every wasp, I was uh, lucky enough to study abroad. I chose uh, Rio in Brazil to study Portuguese. Um, At the end of my trip, I got to go down to Buenos Aires for a few days uh, to check it out. Uh, At the end, I was by myself and lonely and sexually repressed. Um, so I uh, think I walked by a strip club at like one in the afternoon, because uh, there was a pretty woman outside. Nothing was going on inside the strip club, mind you, but they just saw Mark. Uh, talked to me in Rapid Spanish uh, and told me uh, to bring my friends back and there'd be a big party. Uh, and then told me uh, later that uh, they demanded some money from me and uh walked me out to an ATM uh and made me take out three hundred dollars. Uh mind you, this woman was maybe half my size, uh, weight and height, uh, and managed to extort me for three hundred dollars that I didn't have. And uh I saw no naked women. I got no lap <laughs> no one touched me. Uh and I was out three hundred dollars and was very ashamed by that. Uh and, but, you know, Buenos Aires is pretty. Otherwise, uh, I would love to go back under happier circumstances. Anyway, love the show. Uh, love you guys. And thanks for this outlet for my, my shame.
0: I mean, the problem is you really shouldn't ever stop. <laughs> oh, hi. How you doing, big boy? Yeah, just keep on just, moving. Just keep on moving
1: yeah this and is a,
0: anyone who stops you just told out those those hustlers i have
1: three hundred dollars <laughs> and it's yours with a little bit of pressure i remember
0: when my dad took me to new orleans and i was living in new york and people were like handing out flyers and i'd be like no thanks and then my dad would stop and like engage with every every single flyer person. oh so he a was like parent thing to do and he was just like why, why do you just shoo them away so he had never you know so I, I think there are marks in the in the big city.
1: There are marks in the big city. And you got, that's a classic one for a strip club to shake you down, a, a, to, a strip club in a, in a far off land to shake down a tourist and say, you owe a lot of money. I think the most common hustle is they bring you into the strip club. You order something. They're like, you got to order a drink. You're like, okay, fine. I'll have a beer. And then the beer costs like $90. And then they're like, you have to pay for the beer. And we'll walk you to the ATM and we'll kick your ass. But this guy, it sounds like he nothing, nothing happened. Maybe he did go in. Anyway, that's Buenos Aires for you.
0: Can we listen to another?
1: Nope, that's the end <laughs> of the episode. I love you. All right, let's listen to one more.
3: Hi, Natasha and Mosha. Um, this is a secret. Um, you'll hear my cat meowing in the background because I'm driving her to the vet to get a dental procedure done, and she does not like the car, so she'll be adding commentary um so my secret is that when i was younger when i was maybe i want to say four years old um my family had a cat and she was the sweetest old cat um never heard a fly uh she was just such a sweetheart and one day i was laying in bed with her and i was looking at her whiskers and For whatever reason, I was fascinated by them. And at that time, I didn't realize how deeply set the whiskers are in the cat's face or how painful it is for them to be removed. So as that foolish four-year-old, I pulled out one of her whiskers. Um, I still think about it (laughs) almost every single day because it makes me feel like I am a Psychopath, that I hurt a young animal, and that that means I'm going to, you know, turn out to be some evil person. I know that ultimately that isn't the case. I've had many pets since then. I've never pulled out another whisker and have, have never harmed any of my pets. I never would. But that little action of mine from when I was a little kid still haunts me and probably will for the rest of my life. But, um, the cat who's in the car with me now is very happy, very healthy, despite what her meows are now telling you. She just keeps the car ride. Um, but yeah, so I, I don't know if I'm a piece of shit or not, but I kind of think that I am or at least the four-year-old me was definitely a piece of shit for doing that. Um, all right. Thanks for
0: listening to my secret, guys. And um, love the pond. Bye. I'm not a fan of describing four-year-olds as pieces of shit. Because I just, really, they
1: mostly all are.
0: But I just mean like she should be easy on herself.
1: I don't know. She thinks
0: about it every day. When I, you're I four, know. I don't think it's that big of a deal. She was just curious. Here's the thing.
1: I don't think the four-year-old picking the whisker out makes you a piece of, a psychopath for the rest of your life. However, I think telling that story while you've got a captive cat in the car with you. <laughs> that is a bit more in the psychopath territory. <laughs> the cat was like, what the fuck? And every time she would say something disturbing, you'd be like, Yeah and That cat wasn't meowing, it was saying help. It was like, damn, am I about to get my whiskers plucked? Don't tell those stories in front of that cat. That darn cat
0: That was <laughs> oh, funny Mush. Hey thanks.
1: All right,
0: let's hear another one.
1: One more. And then you know what? I'm done.
4: Hi, Natasha and Mosha. So my secret is that I have been failing college for about six semesters now, and my husband has no idea. Um, When I first met him, I was a senior, and I was on track to graduate, and I told him that. And since then, I have not gone to class hardly at all and failed most of my classes, partially because of spending time with him and dating him and getting engaged and then married. Uh, but I've told him that I'm still in school because I'm pursuing a second degree, which is false. I'm still failing my first degree. Um, and yeah, I'm supposed to graduate this May, but I'm failing my two classes now. So I think I'll fail again. And I don't know what I'm going to tell him. I don't know. I feel like if I told him that I've actually been failing for two years, it would be a big deal. So probably the plan is to just keep attending classes in secret and saying the job market is hard. So that's why I don't have a job. I'm not sure. But that's my secret. I'm a huge failure. And I pretend that I'm not. Thank you.
1: It's crazy. I There's don't think so many... she should be lying to her husband of about it. Of course all this not. Stuff. There's so many layers of, of of in just weirdness in that secret. Yeah, obviously. You're setting your whole relationship up on a bed of lies, and in order to maintain the relationship, you must continue to add strands of lies so that he continues to believe this weird illusion we were... you're trying to outrun.
0: Most remember today we were talking about a friend who in like just the idea that like you decide you're a bad person Mm -hmm. and then you just make decisions and you just kind of make decisions based on this loose idea that you're kind of a failure or a bad person.
1: Yeah, we were talking about a person that we know uh, and we're saying like when a person has decided that they're a a bad person, then they can kind of internally get away with Doing anything, making any mistake, treating you however they want, because of course they act that way because they they already decided they're a bad person,
0: slash failure, slash piece of shit, right? Slash whatever. So it
1: justifies every new action you take because you're like, I knew I was going to do something like this. What do you expect from me? I'm this kind of person. But the part I don't understand is like, why is she, why are you failing? It's hilarious. Three
0: semesters—that's like three years.
1: Six semesters or yeah. six
0: semesters.
1: It's pretty pretty wild like eventually he's going to catch on like hey i got an idea how about you and it's
0: uh, not like it's his business but you still don't want to like be actively lying I mean, or having to conceal something that just and in the long run takes up so much energy but
1: the funny part was that when you were like she was like and so if it, i fail this time i'll just have to go on back and uh, keep doing it. it's like how about do one more semester where you really try hard
0: well she's clearly in the wrong field
1: well i don't think so it sounded like to me i was hearing in that secret not that she's academically incapable of passing because she got all the way to her senior year on track to graduate it's that at some point either this relationship or some other thing in her life distracted her from doing the kind of work that she needed to do in order to get through the semester that will never change unless you change the part where you're too busy to do it Do you don't have to attempt another semester you could do it next semester by just buckling down and fucking but doing it. i will
0: say this it is really hard to go to college and to finish it and like i couldn't imagine juggling a home life like with a husband and you know potentially a child and still trying to put myself through college
1: this is gonna blow up in your face because he will figure it out eventually and he'll be like, "You were lying to me this whole time."
0: But I think you can. And still, then what? You can still tell him now without saying, "I've been lying to you the whole time." That's what I would do. I would try to figure out how to just. How say, do you do it? You- well, I'd say, "Listen, you know." I- I haven't been exactly honest about some college and it's taking me a long time. I've been
1: ashamed. You say I've been ashamed. I didn't want to tell you the truth.
0: And I think you just like say like maybe he has some ideas or something. To be
1: honest, you could do that. Another option would be to drop out, break up with him and move to another state. That's honestly my advice. I just think you got to start over fresh. Alaska is a good place to go.
0: I'm just saying you can kind of soften it by like make it seem more like upcoming what you want to talk about, I not think the you're past. Right. You don't need to rehash the last six semesters. It,
1: I Well, that is a good point, Natasha. It, I would much rather a person who I love come to me and say, I haven't been exactly honest with you. I've been lying about failing these uh, the, these college semesters. I never graduated and I didn't know how to tell you because I was so embarrassed. I would much rather have somebody tell me that, even though it would be a big deal, than, than for me to get all the way into like engagement, marriage, and then I discover they've been lying, and I bust them, and they go, sorry I did that, then I don't believe the apology either, I think Natasha's right you got a cop to it, good luck to you, and uh, I hope that someday you finally get your degree in dental hygienics
0: um, okay, well you're welcome
1: me or her? you well, you're welcome too, you know what you're welcome for? what? for my love you
0: I love you
1: too. No, for the fact that my love that I love you. Right. You're welcome for that. <laughs> thank Say you. thank you. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. My love you. I love you too. My love you. Bye. Yeah, later. You're welcome. This podcast will never end.